Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Open your hearts. Loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, tech sex regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hey everyone and welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Naomi. My name is Andy. And we're a real life couple. A real life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we answer a couple of questions from a couple of listeners. Hell yes. What a fun time. Andy, I'll let you know. I'm feeling fun. I'm feeling funky. You want to know why? Yeah, yes, I do want to know why because we've been living in hell for the last week. Because I did live stand-up last night for the first time in 15 months. Wow, yes. And I will say... I. Have energy. I have like. Did you see? I unloaded the clean dishes on the rack. Those are the things that are still drying. Wow! I did I, not notice that. That's I wow. Was up. Mabel, you Mabel. must have a lot of energy. I I, wa- I walked thirty five minutes this morning before Oof. Eve before breakfast. Okay, all the animals got all their medications. Everyone was fed. I was up, Andy, and I think the energy is like I think it's from doing stand up. 
Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. No, it's not. But Because you're an amazing stand-up. So. You're so sweet. I just didn't realize how much I've been missing that. Right. And that you actually, that like, you know what? I will say this probably. Like, even though the last year has been a lot of like shows inside. Right. Right. You still, like, it's still, it's not the exact same thing, but it's a replica. It's like a virtual reality stand-up. And so you have some of the same. I'm sure you didn't, you didn't get that rusty, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I did a couple of things that were, like, older just to almost see if I remember them. But, yeah, it wasn't that rusty. But I will say it was um, – I had a couple more pauses kind of between the bits, you know, kind of uh-huh. finding it. Because I don't have, like, a right. set list. I don't have a, a go-to set I've been doing. Right, but in terms of just, like, you weren't – like, you didn't get on stage and you weren't just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, microphone. What is this? Is this a microphone? Is this what you call a microphone? Well, I got up. I literally took the microphone and I wiped it on my uh-huh. jeans and like no one said, and I was like, yeah, I'm wiping the microphone. And then I go, this is my first show in 15 months. Mm-hmm. I'm wiping the microphone. Well, you know what my pitch was, right? And then I got was, applause. Right? Uh-huh. What was your pitch? Well, that you bring one of our microphones and you plug it in. You go, <laughs> nah. You like walk on stage. You take the microphone off. Mm-hmm. There, you put it down on the ground. You put our microphone in and you go, <laughs> nah. Well, I'm actually tonight going to bring alcohol wipes. Okay, that is, I'm not above it. I'm bringing an alcohol wipe. I will mm-hmm. be wiping the top of that mm-hmm. microphone down. I looked it up. Alcohol is safe. Yeah. Because I'm just like, that's the thing. I was like, I'm, you know, it was just interesting to be in a room of people who were mostly unmasked. Like, it was. It was eerie, but then at the same time, it was like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I just don't want to die to do it. <laughs> anyway, so it was super fun is what I'm saying. Yeah. And I have a little pep in my step today. Yeah, it's great. It's funny. I, I said hell week. I'm just going to, I don't yeah. want to go into it. But, you know, Mabel, uh, her chemo meds irritated her bladder and she's been peeing everywhere. We got her medication from the doctor. So hopefully she'll, she's on the mend, but still peeing everywhere. It's a, it's a lot to yeah. deal with. And, um... I re- I was thinking about this. I'm like, oh, it's weird how there's like these this uh there's these strange shifting timelines with our episodes because we right. batch record them, so we record right. them all kind of at once, and then but these intros we do in a pretty timely fashion, right? Like a so, few days before the actual episode. So you hear like what we're going through at the moment of the intros, but also then you hear what we had gone through right in the episode, like a month or two earlier, and it's very it's a strange. Experience because I'm the one that listens back to them to yeah. make sure that there's no problems. Yeah. So feel free to if there are problems, yell at me. <laughs> but like, yeah, when you're in, is it so disconnected? Should we stop batch recording? Is it too I, disconnected? I don't think we can not do that. Right, right, right. We have very busy lives. We're very busy and very important. <laughs> well, it's true, but it sounds so silly to say it without yeah. making it a joke. So I have yeah. to say we're very busy lives. Um, but yeah. But uh, I say that because we do get. Um, follow-ups or we get responses to yes. some of the advice we give right and so from um sydney's episode sydney washington a couple episodes ago yeah there was a question about uh insurance and someone asked us should they get married to their partner for insurance yes and i think we all said that's nah, not a good idea right uh but a couple people wrote in to give alternatives we love an alternative lifestyle tell us <laughs> tell me, tell me what they said. Uh, this one comes from Yasmin, and they write, "Hi Naomi and Andy, love y'all. I just finished listening to this week's episode where someone called in to ask about their health insurance dilemma. If they don't live in California, she she uh, gave um, some information about California, and I didn't know if the the caller did live there or not. So um, I'm going to leave that off. But um, they should go to healthcare.gov, and they'll be able to look at their options on the federal exchange." 
or get pushed to their state's exchange if there is one. Obviously, what is it called? The Affordable Health Care Act is a huge mess. But in some cases, it actually did. It helped me. Right. It really did help me because right. I was stuck in like having to take just the worst jobs in the world yeah. because I needed health insurance. Mm-hmm. And that did give me a little bit of freedom there. Even right. I, I do know that it's like terrible for a lot of people. But in my case, it really right. did help. And you didn't have to marry me right away. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were we were engaged at that point, though. Right. So yeah, hey, I would have anyway. Yeah, still. I mean, I, just, um, I was just joking that you weren't forced into something. Right. Right. Is my point. Uh, it's not often that my favorite podcast and my job intersect. So I felt compelled to write in. Love y'all. And thanks for helping me stay a little bit more sane during quarantine. Uh, and they work for an organization called health-access.org. So maybe check that out. Wow, we love it. Uh, and this other person, Katie, writes in, Hey, Naomi and Andy, love the show, and you guys are hilarious. I'm currently listening to the episode with Sydney and wanting to send in a suggestion that might help the listener with health insurance issues. Uh, and they say, if you're young and generally healthy, look into getting just the cat- catastrophic insurance on the marketplace. Just the catastrophic insurance. Wow. Uh, that will give you coverage in the case of a big emergency or special medical situation. Then for regular annual checkups, make sure to ask for the self-pay or uninsured rate. You still have to pay out of pocket, but it will be significantly less expensive, even for labs and other routine tests. Hope this helps. We love that. I love that. Now, that's a hot tip. Yes. But I mean, who's relatively healthy? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I was at the time when I was like uninsured or very had um terrible insurance. Yeah. I was relatively healthy. I took the risk. Um before we uh get into a couple of plugs, Naomi though, one comment we got. Okay, I'll take it. One comment we got. Uh, I think this is from Instagram. And uh this person wrote in and said this is again from I believe Sydney's episode. Uh-huh. Um I just need y'all to know that the way Andy said he's for the streets in the latest episode <laughs> gave me life. I was reading someone's um, letter, letter, yeah, advice, yeah, yeah. question, and they wrote, they said uh, they got divorced. Uh, it's good because he is for the streets. Uh, I hit that 15 second back button so many times to hear him say it again and again. <laughs> y'all should make a ringtone. Thank you for getting me through finals. Y'all are awesome. Heart emoji. Uh, I think they mean this, Naomi. He was for the streets. But you can't. He was for the streets. But but you can't eat ass. Oh, those are. But you can't eat ass. I got two <laughs> ring. To- I got my two ringtones here on my phone. One of them was the original uh, Naomi ringtone. Yep. He was. But you can't eat ass. 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 That was the remix, of course. And then, of course, now here's the new one. He was for the streets. But you can't eat ass. <laughs> I love that. I think together, really, that is a lesson. He was for the streets. You can't eat ass. You can't eat ass if he's for the streets. I think that's the fact. If he's for the streets, that's just a fact. Now, Naomi, before we get into the plugs, yeah, uh, I think we have an incredible guest today. I mean, truly iconic. Truly iconic. This is someone who we're like, this person is so talented. And the fact that they will even talk to us is huge. I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, uh, first of all, also the the space between uh, the kinds of characters that they play oh my God. and the kind of incredible, nice, kind person they are is continental. That's what we call classically trained. Okay, that's what we call a karma, 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 karma chameleon. Okay, this is someone who is truly inhabiting characters that are not. Himself and who I'm talking about is actor Jason Butler Harner. Hell yes, we love him. We love, love him. him. You may have seen Jason on shows like Ozark. Yes. Next. Yes. Ray Donovan. Yes. He's out here booked, busy, blessed, 
and kind. And we have a very, very fun conversation this was, with him. This was fantastic. I know. Okay, now that I've plugged him, I'm going to plug me real quick. Yes, do it. Okay, you guys. This very Tuesday tonight, June 22nd, you can see me at Silver Lake Lounge at 8 p.m. on the show Icons Only, hosted by... Uh, Nori Reed, Maddie Connors. It's going to be a fun lineup. Oh, favorites of ours. Favorites. Nori, Maddie, wonderful. Thursday, June 24th at 7 and 9 p.m., I will be performing at shows at Ono Vino in Atwater Village. That is like a wine shop where I guess there's going to be shows. Cute. Um, Again, 7 and 9 p.m. this Thursday. Then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can catch me opening for Miss Nicole Byer at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California. It's probably going to be real white, and some of them may be insurrectionists. <laughs> but you know what? I will do my time. And that is with Nicole Byer and Amy Miller. That's so fun. Do your material about the coming storm. <laughs> also, um, Thursday, July 8th, and Thursday, July 15th, you can see me at the Comedy Chateau in North Hollywood. I'll be doing a long set with two wonderful comedians. On July 15th, I got Robbie Hoffman and oh, Deborah yeah. DiGiovanni, oh, two my God. of my powerhouses. That's incredible. I know. On the 8th, I'm still putting it together. Fingers crossed for Solomon Giorgio. Okay, I'm trying to make it happen. <laughs> so that is the 8th and the 15th. And then New York, I'm coming for you. Just mark your calendars for July 27th and August 1st. Okay, wow. okay, I'm done for now. I'm done for now. Okay, then. In we got to get to it. Roll it. Now, JBH, true mm. honor to have you here. I was thinking, though, do we just know each other from the internet? It's so embarrassing and so ridiculous, but we 100%. <laughs> I want you to know you are the only person that I, you are the first person, I should say, that I DM'd on Instagram. What happened was I saw you perform and I was like, who is this? Who is that? And I just fucking fell in love with you. And then I started following you. And then when I saw, I think one of your early Instagram things was that you, you guys moved to um, Silver Lake and I guess you're gonna have to get a dog and all this stuff. <laughs> so I just kept laughing. And then one time I went to Trader Joe's in Silver Lake. Uh-huh, beautiful. And, and there was a um, blackboard out that had like a dog with a mm -hmm. microphone. And you're going to have to do a podcast. <laughs> and so I think that was the first um, picture yes! that I took and sent you to you. And I was like, please don't think I'm a freak, but your dreams are coming true. <laughs> you get a dog and plantain chips, which is my favorite Trader Joe's. Oh, pack. is that your thing? A plantain chip? Interesting. An unexpected choice. Now, are you dipping? Or are you eating them straight? It's funny. I eat them straight. Hey, leave the hard-hitting questions for later. <laughs> we're, going, we're going in deep. We, you got to start strong, Andy. I, uh, I eat them plain because I, my mind still pretends that it's not as bad as a potato chip. Uh -huh. That's what my mind <laughs> tells yeah, me. Yeah. But then mm -hmm. I eat them and then um, my partner has been cooking a lot. And he's gotten really good at cooking. He does about 85% of the cooking, if I'm honest. Anyway, and then he, there's, he, there's a thing. I just, it's right before we started, I dipped into this, I guess it's called a romesco. Mm -hmm. This like... Mm -hmm. These New York Times recipes, it's like a turkey meatball thing where you grind up almonds and oh, yeah, yeah, red yeah. peppers. It's very good, very easy. And I just was like, hum, hum, hum. <laughs> anyway. Yes, yes. So I understand the hump, hump, hump feeling, uh, which is with me all the time. I knew you were going to be fun, by the way. I knew you were going to be a fun person to talk to just by your email correspondence alone. <laughs> That's true. I'm glad. Because 
over email, you're very charming and you're fun. And I'm He's just loving like, life. If you could be like, you know who else? Who? Naomi? Who? You know who else I knew? Who? Sam and Drew. Sam Pancake Drew Drogi. Absolutely. A wonderful Absolutely. email correspondence with them. That could have been, it could have been a dramatic reading of its own. <laughs> I, I will take it. Most people, because I'm sure we'll deep dive, I played a lot of killers and crazy people, mm -hmm. which is the strangest thing in the world because I'm so far from that. So more often than not, you know, when you are, whatever, when people recognize yeah. you or whatever, people are like, People want to tell you how much they hate you, <laughs> for sure. They want oh, to tell you how much God. they hate you, or they're sort of surprised. Or when you go to work, I don't know what the equivalent is for you guys, but when you go to work and people are just, I guess it would be the reverse, if you ever have a serious moment, and people yeah. are sort of have a like, I guess she's serious, or whatever. <laughs> Hell is, they're like, you're nothing like him. You're so right. different. Yeah. You sound different. You're like, well, it's because I'm an actor. <laughs> well, there are some, I, I'm curious about this, Link. There are some actors who are, all of their roles are in some way just extensions of themselves. Right. And I think yeah. that confuses people. Right. Where, like, there are psychopaths who then play <laughs> psychopaths. And True. And then jovial gents like yourself. Jovial gents. Who play psychopaths. Who play, who, uh, and also, I'll say this, like, on Ozark, they just had to make you worse than the monsters that are stealing drugs and destroying a small community. This, you know, I would like to just say, it was about a year ago, or was it whenever Ozark season three came out. Spoiler alert, I'm killed in episode 10 of season two, everybody. If you haven't watched it, it's too late. So <laughs> I, people were responding because they all started watching Ozark and I, in the quarantine, in the quar, I went deep dive and I would start looking on Twitter at the horrible things people would say about how they wanted me to die. And so I started responding, don't worry, season two, episode 10, get your wish, send. And then people, people say the meanest, the meanest shit. I, the stuff that I get, I'm, I don't know why, I guess it's, sometimes you know when you, there's something that surprises you and you discover you still have an innocence or a naivete about something. Mm -hmm. In some ways, you're, I'll both be like, how could you be so naive? And then they think, oh, you're still naive about something. <laughs> it's beautiful that you still have hope in humanity. Exactly. But, wait, can we talk about you? Why are you going on Twitter reading what people saying about <laughs> you? It was, it, was, it was bleak times. Like I was just, I, I don't know how things are in your bed, but so <laughs> I tend to stay up late i'm more of because of theater i'm more of a night owl person mm -hmm. and my partner's a writer so he goes to sleep and then i stay up and i'll watch full movies episodes <laughs> of random hgtv shows whatever yes. yeah. and then and then i'll be like scrolling through twitter i will wake up with he usually i wake up to him scrolling through twitter for the news so it's, we just okay. that's how right. we flip well you are i was gonna say like one of the things i thought is like you're very online to me because like you'll send like a meme or a video i'm like okay his fingers on the pulse jb <laughs> is watching content and like I don't I feel like I post stuff a lot but I don't like scroll through or like watch stuff it's a sewer just before we started I was telling Naomi Twitter is safe after 10 p.m. after 10 p.m. it's just jokes it's the original version before 10 p.m. it's humanity's open wound it's true it's true I it's so funny I removed Twitter from my phone but I can't figure out how to get it back on. So every time I want to go look in Twitter, which is every day, I look yes, on Twitter, I have to go to apps, Twitter, <laughs> open. And now my phone is so full. It's just like open, open. No. Yesterday oh, there was a big, um, yesterday, or there was some, 
There was some news from the theatrical community and some people who have behaved very badly who are getting called out right now. And there were some videos that I wanted to see. And I was, I was mad. It was, you thought I needed crack because I was like, because everybody was writing me like, did you see? Did you see? And I was like, I can't, I can't see. But um, I go through phases. I'm a bit of an ambivert too, if that's, is that the right word in the world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like sometimes I can like do it, and then sometimes I'm like I just need to be quiet right, right. now. Right. Yeah. 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 One but time Scott Rudin jammed me in a uh, a trash dumpster and shoved <laughs> the trash. This is San Francisco. He shoved the trash dumpster down, down one of those hills. Down a hill. Yep. <laughs> and here you are. <laughs> here you are. It's, it was really good for you. It showed that showed that you can handle anything. It's like, yeah, oh, but, good. Right. And now I'm but, the head of Sony. <laughs> <laughs> so everything worked out okay. Uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, wait, okay, wait. I knew he had a question. That's why I was looking at him because I was like, I have a cue, but I was like, he's in it. Okay, so you like, go mm. first. because uh, no, I want to ask about being married. Yeah, I mean, we, we celebrate progressive stack on this show. <laughs> okay. And so underrepresented voices. I get to go first. Go oh, first. yes. Oh, perfect. Well, I just, how long you been married? Because when I first emailed you to the pod and you were like, this will be my first time at home alone, you know, for a long time. So mm-hmm. I was just wondering like how long you've been married and like, I don't know, because I'm very open about how me and Andy need to get the fuck away from each other right. for sanity, but I right. don't know if that's how you've ever felt. No, I 100% feel that way. I will say this. Our relationship was built on time away. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I had to go work somewhere or was doing a play or mm-hmm. he would do a lot of travel journalism or he used to do a lot of travel journalism and celebrity journalism stuff so he would go um and so it was that was built in as you know the thing and then this has been even though we've had some uh stuff that happened this year where i had to go to the east coast to take care of some family and stuff we this is the most 24 7 365 that we have ever been in and sometimes (laughs) i was just saying to a friend of mine today i was like we are now in the phase of uh he, uh, if I'm in the kitchen, my house is not that big. I mean, from New York standards, when I came here, yeah. everyone was like, are you sure it's a small house? And I was like, <laughs> I have lived in the small apartment in New York City for 23 years. This is big. Anyway, but I right. can be in the kitchen yeah. and he'll talk to me from the bathroom. And I just, mm-hmm. I've stopped pretending that I'm going to say, I can't hear you or whatever. Or whatever. <laughs> like, I just like stop. And now it's led to a place where he'll just repeat things. And I was like, oh, we really got to change this. We got married (laughs) secretly. It wasn't secret. It's funny where I'm shy and stuff. We got married in December. We got married on December 6th of last year. Oh, yeah, we've been together for 10 years, which, okay. you know, it's an old yeah. joke, but for good reason in, in the gay world, that is a long time. <laughs> and so, um, and the longest relationship I had had before ever was like a year and a half, two years. So this is like a big thing. But we had been talking about getting married. We debated about getting married. And we had other friends who, like us, are not married. And then some of us, some of them surprised us. Our friends Shanali and Jasper were the first couple was who were like, you know Shanali. I was hoping you know Shanali. And I, was, I saw you. I was like, were you at the wedding in the in New Orleans? Best wedding. I saw some picture. That summer, we had to go to five weddings. And the people I knew the least were Shanali and Jazzy. And I was like, we have to. And they were all destination weddings. And oh. I was like, we cannot afford this. <laughs> but we have to go to, because they had the New Orleans wedding. Yeah. And uh, then they had the dancers. I don't know what those dancers are called with the sticks. She's Indian. And. Like it was, and the food, and mm-hmm. we got drunk, and there were all these comedians there, so it was really, really funny. And then the whole, I have never laughed so hard in my life. It was the best, and it gave me the idea for the wedding. Where I was like, okay. don't we all just, don't we all just want to dance? Don't you want? I 
don't need it. I don't want to fix steak, chicken, fish. I want yes. excellent mm-hmm. past food yes. and just dance and yeah. sweat it out. That's, that's all. What, yes. That's JBA. what. That is our plan. We want Andy and I. You know, we're about apps. We're really just about <laughs> all apps. we want are apps. And I'm very into crab cakes. He likes a mozzarella stick. Hold on a second. Oh, well, wait. I'm just I'm just pitching this right here. Okay, hot pitch. I'm ready. Hot. Sorry. I know you don't like pitch when when I to use the word pitch when I talk about real life things and uh-huh. not creative things. I have a great idea that I would like to tell everyone. <laughs> okay, please bring it to hey. the room. That was the talk. <laughs> He's like your idea. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we've been talking. So the plan is on uh, on March eleventh, twenty twenty two. That's the wedding. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because that That's will be wedding. our twelve year anniversary. Twelve year anniversary. Okay. <laughs> Uh, we were going to get married last year and then, okay. well, we all know what happened last year. Uh, uh, the Snyder cut never came out and we were all depressed. <laughs> we're so, <laughs> when Tenant didn't make it to its original it release date. It didn't. Yeah. Tenant didn't make its release date. It, I barely made its money back. And then the Snyder Oof. cut was pushed to 2021 and we were all sad. He was sad. despondent. Andy we, was we were despondent. Despondent. Um, so, okay. Yes, tell me. So we've been kind of like. Uh, talking about what to do. Yep. Mm. What if it's just apps? Here's my question, though, about just apps, JBH. They had more than just apps, but I'll... I'll no, I'll, I'm saying, I will... did you have more than just apps? No, because what we did, this is all... So here's the thing. I used to... When I lived in New York and when we first met and I was like, oh, I feel this is special. This is like something's mm. happening here. And I used to be on the treadmill all through the phases of my career, which means on the New York... The New York, what is New York Sports Club, whatever? New York mm-hmm. Sex Club. We everyone would call it New York Sex Club. Like I'd be on the Upper West Side New York Sports Club yep. thing, crying, thinking about us getting married. Then I was able to get on the Equinox, crying. But we we had different part of the reason why we didn't get married is that uh, Mickey is, is his name. Mickey is a is a writer and he's very shy. He doesn't like attention. Mm-hmm. And he thought I wanted like a show. He okay. thought I wanted to come in on an elephant and do a thing. <laughs> Have and I was like, repeat. exactly. I was like, I don't want that. I want, but I want our friends, our family we choose to be yeah. there. I need, I need, I need them to be there in some ways more than I needed my family to be there. And so I hear you, sister girl. And, and so I was like, I don't, mm-hmm. I was like, how are we going to do it? <laughs> and then, and then it kept changing. And, and then I also, then it reached a point where I thought, um, we have a responsibility to include my larger family who love Mickey and myself, but I think uh, maybe some of them vote in ways that do not love us. And so uh-huh. I was like, uh-huh. we have a responsibility for them to see our community mm. of people yeah. who love each other and don't look like, that. you know, anyway, yeah. cut yeah. short. We finally, I was like, this is this the pandemic is the best thing of all time. We should just do this on Zoom. We're gonna say we're too old to ask for money or gifts. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and also we don't have to plan anything. And then also we we um can include everybody. And it was yeah. it, I, we hadn't we it all happened in the course of a week because a lot of his mm-hmm. three female best friends have been saying like Harns what what's going on? Yeah, a, they had all gotten married in the course of us being together, and they were like, you got to get it together. And then um. <laughs> It all happened in like seven days. Part of it was, really? yeah, like I just thought, let's. We had I had proposed and we would laugh and say yes, we're together, we don't need this. Da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, um, I was like, why don't we just get married? What else are we waiting for? And that was also November. You know, Amy of CB course. got in, and I was like, 
we don't know what's coming. And also, <laughs> I had a big birthday in October. And also, my stepfather, it's a complicated family tree, but my dad, who had been married twice to women, came out later in life and was with a man for 26 years. Oh, wow. That man passed away in July. They oh. didn't get married for a whole bunch of mm. reasons, including internalized homophobia and stuff. They couldn't allow themselves. And, 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 and some of the byproduct was my dad was left without a dollar. And so I was like, what are we doing? Our families love us. Let's just protect ourselves. Yeah. And so we just did it. We just did it. And we yeah. did it on Zoom. And the best part was, sorry, I'm talking so much, but the best part no, that was so goodness. cool was we hadn't, we didn't tell, we, we, I sent out an email to my family saying, hey, we got a dog, which I know we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> We got a dog, my first dog ever. I'm gonna. I want to show you the dog on Saturday. It's gonna be 20 minutes. Just zoom in. It's a su- and then it's a surprise for Mickey. Don't tell Mickey because his birthday was in December also. So I was like, it's a surprise. Don't tell him. And with some of our friends, I said the same thing. And in their email, which was separate, I said, no, no, it's not that. I promise. Uh huh. But then, so it was a surprise wedding. So people. Oh, but then man. I had to. Then I we called our parents the morning of. And told them, but didn't tell my extended family. And then some of our other friends, I was like, people aren't getting it. So I said, screw it. It's a great day for a wedding. And some people still thought we were kidding. And then I had to call up some of my best friends. They were like, wait, what? What? Wait, I got a shower and I got to put on a lipstick. So then everybody was running around. And then the best part was it was, we hadn't thought about this. This wasn't the goal. Oh, I'm going to get emotional. The part was everybody said it was so they were really moved. It opened to a video. We did it in a friend's backyard over in Eagle Rock. Mm-hmm. Our friend Andrea and Alex and my friend Saida Arika Ekulona. Arika Ekulona married us and uh, the dogs were there. <laughs> and we just like put a blanket or a, a, a rug in the backyard. And I met this woman over here, uh, Mia, who does, she did this floral vine thing on this florist by, by Vermont. She was mm-hmm. amazing and game and did it in five days for oh, wow. a reasonable price. Anyway, <laughs> so um, it ended up being great. And, and everybody came and, every, sorry, the main thing was everybody said in this horrible year, it, they, everybody was very moved because it was the first time in that year that people had seen just um, un abashed joy in other people's faces and experience Mm -hmm. it in themselves and so that was that was really that was like a pretty great thing see now i'm rethinking we probably should have done it this march 11th (laughs) at one point we were talking about doing zoom but i was like andy yeah if we do zoom i was like i feel like then we're never gonna do anything like with people right and one of the things that's kind of kept me and it's again like you guys you know you live in your house and you you know you, you have this dog life I think one of the things I've always felt is like the nature of the work we do, right? The hustle. Yeah. I just want one regular basic ass day. Do you I know what I mean? You. Like I was like, I want the hydrangeas in the mason jars. <laughs> I want the dress. Like, and so you want people to stand up. I always yeah. say you either the only time someone stands up when you walk into a room, I said you either get married or become a judge. And I have decided I've got to get married. <laughs> and so that's why I like didn't I was like, we have to do it in person. I hear you. I but really do hear you. I did. I pitched <laughs> on that. And this, it's funny. It was a week before our 11th anniversary. And I was like, why don't we do a Zoom wedding on our anniversary? I came back from my therapy. <laughs> By came back from my therapy, I mean walked out of the room where I was Zooming with my therapist. <laughs> right, right. And I was like, and I, I was like, oh, not manic, but like, yeah, you, I would say yeah. like uh, 10 centimeters from manic and i was like all right i got a plan you we're you were get- fully dilated <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were like i'm ready 
Yeah. <laughs> I have to yeah. talk to you. It's happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I was my, yeah, the thoughts were crowning. Yeah. So, uh, and I uh, and I I'm like like pacing around. I'm like, "Oh, right. Look, we'll do this and then and then we'll have and then that way we can plan the real wedding." Right. For when we can have people around. Yeah. Yes. And then we talked with our couples therapist and all decided together that maybe let's just do the real one. Yeah. And so I'm with you. I did Naomi's because Naomi was a little like, uh, I don't know. I still I want apps and I want people to stand up. Yeah. But if you do the double, if you did the double, you could have the I don't even know their names. What's it? Nick Jonas and (laughs) you that that double. What's her name? They they got married in India. They got married in New Jersey. Oh, Priyanka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Priyanka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you could have oh god can you imagine oh my god did you are... see i saw some picture from that wedding it was like a oh, an aerial shot where it was like her train was like 50 feet long or something yes. insane and you could only kind of capture it from space <laughs> what like, so can great. you imagine it was like a great wall of china sitch kind like of a great wall of china train train great it wall was... of china train train yes it was that intense we can you imagine I, when we when mickey and i first started dating because he, he's gone to so many weddings and we started this tradition. It was whatever. And everybody had the photo booth or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So we started. I. It was part of my way of getting to know his friends. Where I would. It was the class. It began with the thing where there's the photo booth. They get all the photos and you keep some of them. So they. It became this joke about seeing what I would do in the photo booth or what we would do in the photo booth. And sometimes they'd be sort of naughty. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it'd be like a person standing and like. You know, like, whatever. Yeah. All the things. And so that became the trademark. And at Shanali and Jasper's wedding, the photo booth was outside. And they had, they got married. Their friends did it. There was music, of course, because they're musicians mm-hmm. and everything. And then everybody went into, it was in the Garden District. And then everybody went into the mansion or whatever it was. And there was, like, all these tables of food. So you could do it. And they did the cake right then. And then you came back outside and you ate... And then there were past foods after that and dancing, dancing, dancing. Yeah. But there was this photo booth. And so we <laughs> – she has these two amazing nieces who are going to save the world. I don't know if you know – if you ever met her sister. Her, uh, Shanali's sister, Ruchi, worked in the Obama White House and is amazing in her own right. And the children she has created are just amazing young women. I love that. And – Mickey and I did some funny pictures outside in the open air that were naughty where then Shanali came over laughing, <laughs> saying that they just told on us that <laughs> we were doing inappropriate pictures. <laughs> and then we grabbed one of the um, waitresses with the food who we loved. <laughs> this woman took pictures with her. It was like, oh it was the God. best. It was so the you guys best. are fun at a wedding. You guys like, I see why you got invited because you're fun at the wedding. We're fun it's at like, a wedding. Bring JBH and Mickey. It's going to be a party. By naughty, what are we talking like where your shirts were the nipples cut out of in the shirts. We like didn't a, do that. It's like basically plastic. like just like blowjob jokes, simulated okay. like classic, <laughs> sure. like classic. you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Was her name Robin Bird? Remember? Oh, we, we, God, we, Robin Bird. I have a friend that, that lives woman. in her apartment building in New York. Oh, through the whole quarter, they've been in the apartment building together. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm imagining someone like, like um a. Uh, a pig in a blanket like hey you got a subway zipper no okay yeah no they're not that- doing prop work though i don't think you guys are working with you props got- okay. i mean i enjoy a prop i just mm-hmm. it's so funny i just not to like i mean i really enjoy an occasional usage of a prop <laughs> or a uh, wig okay I don't listener, exactly. <laughs> the listener, ready. JBH, could i 
Do you ha- do you need a sister? And what's the show that you're on that you I just saw on your Instagram with that flower in <laughs> your hair? Quest. Mythic Quest. He, okay, JBH ducked out of the out of the screen and came back with a carrot top orange wig. Wig. And also, when you say ducked out, I mean barely ducked. I believe yeah, it was ba- on his lap. Okay, he, right. It's that oh, close. So in my mind, that that there's like a like one of those he- wig heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a wig head. I know you mean just yeah. right off camera. I wish. Always. I like, wish. And, there's, and actually, if you were to turn the camera, there would be a row. A line, no. yeah, just like wigs. There's, no, this is not, you think I'm like Olivia Lux or one of, who are the queens <laughs> in this season? I have feelings about this. I didn't even discover RuPaul's Drag Race until basically the Quar, and then I've done a deep oh. dive and watched everything. You have? Everything. Wow, wow, wow. I, have not, I was like into it when it first came out. And then I kind of fell off. I don't know. I don't do reality TV, really, unless it's House Hunters International. <laughs> we, we have a bah, 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 da, 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 da. that might be my favorite impression i've ever seen we we Perfect argue mickey gets angry because he feels like they always make the female be a bitch they yes. he feels like they're always like they're coming from Whatever, Ohio, Tuscaloosa, they're going to be in yes. Madrid or whatever. They're like, well, the oven can't hold a turkey. And you're like, <laughs> you're not having Thanksgiving yeah. in Madrid. I oh, want a oh, full size, <laughs> a full size refrigerator, three ovens, but I want it to feel like Madrid. I want it to feel oh, like when Spain. they say it doesn't feel like whatever place, I lose my mind. But then they always want these extra bedrooms for visitors. And my theory, JBH. In quotes. In quotes. In quotes. Because my theory is if you had that many friends, you wouldn't be moving from where this you is are. True. Okay? This is Nobody true. is coming across the world to visit also, your ass. Don't move that furniture. Let that furniture stay in your storage shed. <laughs> Get some temporary stuff. Yes. yes. Just calm down. Just be done. Well, Andy and I sometimes will like literally deep dive. We, you know, we will like search for the people on Insta to see if to they're s- still together, right? Because <laughs> we're convinced they're divorced. And we're like, this is not everyone. Of, look, this is the thing. Look, I, I understand that there is some stuff going on behind the scenes that the director is telling them to say certain things. Like, I get the, I get that part of it. But right. also, also <laughs> that like most of these are terrible relationships in the first place, right? And I feel like the director is maybe just looking at them and just being and just like exaggerating one awful aspect of. of these monsters lives because <laughs> because they already know so i we do watch the things that were i couldn't get into narrative i couldn't get into real uh, i didn't do a deep dive binge watch in the early part of the course so it was it was basically a lot of reality stuff it'd either be rupaul's drag race i even joined world of wonder nets for 5.99 or whatever so i could watch <laughs> did you vote UK for, me for a wowie what what's did that did you vote for me for a wowie award I didn't Last even know year, what was I was the, nominated I for a World of Wonder Wowie Award and what? I lost to the cast of Holland's Drag Race. What the fuck? Thanks to you. Thanks <laughs> to I you not voting. About it. The funny part <laughs> this is how dumb This is the I only was, important last I've, year 2020 this was the only important <laughs> election that was going on as far that as I'm concerned. more important. I've never it's so funny because I also have a I don't do the voting online. Like I don't, I was talking with this friend of mine and she's, we really compare everything. And we did the deep dive of Canada. I'm fascinated by the production value and the people judging for Canada. Yes. Uh, what's it been? Canada, UK, twice, Thailand. Have you yes. watched? Fascinating. I've just seen clips, but. It's fascinating. Looks. But anyway, I'm also, I never like do the things and, and, Going back to the HGTV stuff, because yes, we yes. also watch a lot of like um, 
Like we just finished rock, watching Rock the Block, and now we're on this weird. We I had gone down the Magnolia, Chip and JoJo gain, and then I, <laughs> I, I the gains, and then I got nervous because I was like, I don't see any gay people. I feel like this might not be for us. Well, they're <laughs> but, very religious. Anytime yeah. you have more than like three kids, I'm like, there's a god involved in this situation. Wait, more Magnolia. Three. You guys are talking about Magnolia the movie with uh, <laughs> no, yeah, exactly with El- just frogs with frogs, Julianne frogs. Moore. <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines have so many children and are building houses. Like, she's literally just, like, cutting the umbilical cord with the same saw she's using to chop wood. Do you know what I mean? And then they gave it – then they did a whole new mudroom, and it cost $150. I'm always amazed at (laughs) how these renovations cost so little, even in other parts of the country. Like, okay, you bought the house for $70,000 or whatever, but then you have a four-bedroom, three-bathroom house, and you paid under $100,000 for renovation. I don't understand it. I I don't understand it. It makes me want to live anywhere else, though. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I will never be able to afford a house in L.A., and then you watch these people literally anywhere else in the world, I could probably have a house. Yeah. You know, like that's not L.A., New York, or Chicago. <laughs> but I'm like, JBH, I got yeah. a question for you. Now, you said before Mickey, your yeah. longest relationship was one and a half years. What changed? What 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 was the difference between, was it in you? Was it just the relationship that's like, oh, this is it? This is the one? Like, what I think- was it? I think well what has happened was what happened I think what happened was I I think I, on the one hand I was on my own journey about sexuality stuff and things have always been kind of open and I knew that early on and that was the whole thing and then when I moved to New York City I dated somebody who is one of the funniest people on the face of the planet and uh, we're still very good friends, but my heart got broken in a really, mm. you know, 24-year-old, deep, fucked-up way. But, like, yeah. And so then I spent a solid decade living my New York City uh-huh. career life and yeah. being, like, I need to... And also I was finishing grad school at the time, and I was trying to step into this business, and I was like, I just... I need to focus on that and... Fuck this, and you know all that stuff. <laughs> and so, um, and so, then I lived my life, and then and had a lot of fun, and then I dated somebody who was what that we were sort of set up. And I, when I met that person, I was like, this. I know that this person is bad because they're they're so talented, but they reminded me so much of the ex from uh-huh. a decade earlier. I but I was like, don't do this. You can't help yourself. You're doing it, and that. <laughs> That didn't work out. So yeah. uh, that was about a year and a half. And then what happened was I met Mick at, this sounds so hilarious when we talk about it, but the only time I've ever been to Sundance was I had this movie there called Letters to the Big Man, which is about um, a Sasquatch. And it's Lily Rabe and I are a couple and a Sasquatch starts talking to her and it's like a serious movie. And at we met there. <laughs> and at the screen, he's a great guy, great filmmaker, but he, um, at the press opening, read a letter that had been dictated from an interspecies communicator. And oh. the audience was half laughing, half serious, because they didn't, it was ser- it was 100% legit, but they thought it was a joke. But the movie was not a comedy and whatever. Anyway, so <laughs> we met there and we kept sort of flirty texting and I was like feeling myself because mm-hmm. I was at Sundance and... It was also so complicated because of everything. And we kept in touch. And there was something about him when I first met where I thought, oh, you know what's fun 
is kindness. And he's also, he's Jewish. He's my Jew boo. Oh, I and love that. I like him a t-shirt, Andy. It's like, he's, I, I've always had a, there, I don't have a type, but there have been a number of Jewish men in my life. <laughs> and, um, and so I just thought, let's go with kindness. Something gr- had definitely grown in me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then we just kept, I don't know. We just kept sticking with it. My parents yeah. say that they knew when I said something. And my friends, because I said to them, I, I've met somebody and this person is like really kind. And he is really, really funny. And he's, a, he's, he's like, it's, I'd always also dated older and he's younger than me, even though people frequently think that we're the same age just because he grayed prematurely. And <laughs> You're he, looking so young too, JBH. Thanks, thanks. This is 50. Young. This is 50. 50. I mean, my God, 50. this is fresh. 50. <laughs> He's pulling his face back, you guys. That is no, you are looking so young and fresh. Thanks. So I'm we, really, I'm really happy for you because you know, you know, white does crack. It cracks. It does things where you're like, oh no, and you just think, <laughs> yeah, it shatters. You got this. Was we had a whole year to do things we could if we needed to do things we could have done yeah. it. We could have done it. I do yeah. know some people who I saw them on something recently and they had a whole lot of head of hair where I was like. Hmm. <laughs> oh, okay. Who did? How, what did you do? But um, anyway, well, they, anyway, they, so we just knew. I just knew something was oh, different. Yeah, something uh-huh. was different. But also, you yeah. were different. It's true, as you said, right? Like you got older, and I mean, there is also something about. I think when you meet someone, when you're in your element, mm-hmm. you know, Ooh, I mean, it's you're feeling yourself from Sundance, but it's like it's not just that you were there, but like you were there with a movie you were in. Right. So you're kind of coming in there with a little more of that you're like. Are, Confident. Yeah, the most yeah. you. Yeah, and I also, the other thing was, it was a mix because I was at Sundance for the first time and feeling myself, and it was this super independent, low-budget movie, and also, I didn't realize, even then, at Sundance, it's a whole shit show of trying to get attention, and I was in a house with some really wonderful, talented, much more successful, recognizable friends, and they were all going to stuff parties and gifting Mm -hmm. suites and stuff and I was sort of like you know (laughs) licking an ice cream cone being like "Uh." and then we met a a mutual friend had said oh you all should meet up not for like press purposes or something because he used to work at GQ and um as a writer and then um and so it was a mix and I also was going from there to Vancouver to shoot a pilot for this show that ultimately did one season called Alcatraz mm-hmm. and and so I was like you're absolutely right I was both feeling myself and not sweating myself but feeling yeah, myself yeah. and feeling yeah. like potential was opening up and yet at the same time extremely humbled because <laughs> I couldn't get into this dance party didn't know that was happening and you oh, know all of that Lord, all Clooney that stuff. couldn't bring you along <laughs> well we yeah right <laughs> I can't so imagine. Crazy. It's like, I mean, that's the thing that's about this, you know, because we moved here about three years ago and like that kind of thing where you're like, they never let you get fucking comfortable. Do you know what Mm-mm. I mean? Like, because once you in there, oh, it turns out there's somewhere else in there that you need to try to get into. And it's just like, fuck, you really yeah. have to just get a dog and be happy. Yeah. Yes. And I keep trying. Also, I know all the things that I read and say, you know, about you have to be happy with yourself. There is no other, you are, whatever. There is no other place or whatever. But with Ozark, which was an incredible thing, it was, I had the best time in terms of being a series regular. I had more agency than I've ever had before. Mm -hmm. And also there were a number of things that happened. And then all the stuff, all the glitz and glamour, getting to go to the parties and stuff Mm -hmm. was really, really fun. And yet, (laughs) 
there's certain things where you thought, I thought, oh, I, I'll get a job. And I did get a job. My thing has been about breaking. There's certain things that I'm still shocked and I don't understand how I can't crack. Like mm-hmm. funny things, comedy things, mm. where I will put these tapes in. It just got news today. And I know that there's friends of people and I know that like, they're going to go with Nick Offerman or whatever right. they're going to go with. <laughs> right, right, like, right. I get it. He's amazing. He's great. But there's a funny part where you're like, all right, I still, someone's still saying no. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a funny, uh, and this town is, this town is unique that way. I, people always want to ask, cause, as fellow New Yorkers, where they're like, well, which city do you, da, da, da. And I was like, listen, I love both cities so much, and both cities have their heads up their asses in very specific ways. You know what I mean? <laughs> They both sweat themselves in ways where you're like, just calm down. Like, But I think I like the New York sweating yourself because New York sweating yourself is like kind of like anger and like righteous anger and defiance, you know, like and anxiety I, and anxiety. But it's very like I made it. You know what right. I mean? It's like I got here. None of the trains were working. You're welcome. Yes. And I love that. <laughs> I love that. I do love that in New York you can be you can you can. It can deep dive the far end of the other way, but you can be under the auspices of having an opinion and saying, this part was great. I had questions about this. And I feel like in L.A., everything is just like, I mean, how many times, how many meetings have you gone to where the, everything was great? And you're like, oh, I th- they love me. This is going to happen. And then you realize like, oh, no, that's just the L.A. That's, <laughs> that's just, just how they the say. I know. Die. It drives me nuts. <laughs> I can't. I cannot. Uh, like someone will, like I'll be in a meeting and they'll be like, this is great yeah let's do this and then you're like you go and you're like great we're doing this whatever this thing is (laughs) and then you never hear from them again ever (laughs) ever Ever. literally they disappear and then you try to look them up online and you find out that they passed away 20 years ago (laughs) (laughs) but also like you talked about andy andy's big thing like he was like remember you were like it took you a while to understand that when people said we should hang out that they like didn't mean it. And yes, like, right. I'm just like you don't have to end conversations with "we should hang out." You can end 100%. a conversation with "I'll see you later," or "Oh, I gotta go." Yeah, it's plenty because when you say well, to me, I don't say I want to hang out with people unless I want to hang out with them. Yeah. I agree with you. I am with you on that. Like, why would you say that if you don't really mean it? Because then I've also been in that thing where you're like, how do we? connect with each other and then you say you do and then it's just crickets and then yeah. I've I just learned I was like either I'm gonna let it go although I suppose I'm also sort of inadvertently flaky in my own way the number of things that have slipped through my mailbox where I'm like oh wow they like I didn't realize that <laughs> Julia Garner <laughs> I mean when Julia Garner and Mark got married they sent an email and I just I just didn't see it why I, did you say I, those names like I know who they are <laughs> You said Julia Garner and Mark. I'm because like, who are Julia Garner? Julia, sorry, sorry. Julia Garner's on. She's won all these. She's won many awards. She's on Ozark. She's the blonde, oh, curly okay. hair. Okay, I don't and, know people's real name. Okay, sorry, sorry. So Julia, <laughs> so me. and her, sorry. her husband is an excellent. If you would have said, if you, if, if you would have said the delinquent, yeah. from, from Ozark, who's also in the American. Sorry, sorry. We would have been like, right. <laughs> we only I'm had sorry, one scene you. in the whole two seasons together but it was so much fun because we're friends and I got to improvise because of Jason Bateman in that world and the writers and stuff I got to improvise some lines which is not my norm yeah but was so fun there was some stuff that was like gay stuff that because there were no gay writers that I was given wait in Hollywood (laughs) yeah come on on that show so I was given some leeway they were like yeah can you make us not sound like trash there was some fix this 
There were like the, one of the great lines that he said was, "Don't worry, I only fuck guys that want to get fucked." I said that to the fishermen out there. That yeah, they yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. they wrote that, and that was a great line. But I think I improvised something with her in a scene where I when I'm in this scene, I'm telling her that my her uncle and I were lovers and mm-hmm. we made out, and I said like. I just wanted to demystify the thing, which is what so many people who also watch that show think about when they think about gay people. So I was like, yeah, we stick our dicks in each other's butts. Like, I just like, I just like, we just, we just, so funny. Oh my God. Uh, I think that's a perfect place for a break. Don't you, Andy? Yeah. Why don't we take a break and uh, we'll answer some advice questions. I got another question too. Yeah. But what is that question? Well, you'll have to wait. <laughs> what a cliffhanger. What a cliffhanger. What, this is Dallas. This is 1979. <laughs> Larry Hagman has just been shot. And you're like, who who shot him? And you just need Sue Ellen. Sue Ellen. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessings. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good at it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got and the new t-shirt shop. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends... It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed, absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out. But the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but... 
for comparison, MeUndies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out. There is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral. So I didn't want to have to say what this technology is. So I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Hey, y'all, wanted to pop in real quick and let you know that if you like what you hear and you want to support the show, there are a couple different ways. Most of our support comes from our wonderful Patreon community. For $5 a month, you get two bonus episodes of just us mostly spilling the tea mm-hmm. and occasionally searching for crazy bread in Los Angeles, plus lots of other bonus content. We love our page pals, and we couldn't do this without you. And if you want to join, go to patreon.com slash couples therapy pod. We also have merch, which includes Gotta Miss a Bitch and Jubu t-shirts, yeah. which you can find in the link tree in our Twitter or Insta bios. And for absolutely zero dollars, you can rate and review the show on Apple. Five stars, please. It'll only take 10 seconds and it helps us tremendously. Okay, that's it. We love you deeply. Now back to the show. And we're back. We're here with Jason Butler Harner. He's going to help us help you handle your scandal. Yeah. But first, I got Andy. So th- I was curious, how old were you when your father came out? Um, I was in undergrad. <clears throat> and when I, went to, when I went to undergrad, my parents said they did the best they could. They were not involved much in my high school stuff. I had grades all over the place. And I lucked into going to a school uh, because I had done an audition. I thought I was going to teach kids with special needs or something like that, and I got rejected from those schools because <laughs> my grades were horrible. Really? But I had done I had done one audition, and April rolled around, and whatever, I rolled, I went to this place. And when I had this conversation with them, I said, I need a definition of my sexuality because I'm a little confused. So that was 1988. And um, anyway, in my second year of undergrad, my dad's, uh, my dad... Uh, said one time he said, oh, I went to this parade. I was raised in Virginia, Alexandria, Virginia. I'm from, I was born in upstate New York and then we moved to Virginia because my mom uh, got a job with the United Way of America. And so my dad said something like he had met a friend at a parade mm-hmm. and I was like, I just was like, boop, 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 <laughs> boop, 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 boop. And, yeah. then, and then he said, and then he, I'll never forget because I was about 18 or 19 years old and he said, um, he said, oh, I think I met a friend and we're going to hang out because he hadn't – it's hard to make friends as you get older and whatever. Yeah. And then I, I, he said, we're going to go see a movie. And I don't know what possessed me, but I just took a pause on that payphone in the hallway <laughs> and I just said, oh, 
I literally counted to three and I said, is it a date? And then my dad was quiet. Uh And then he said, I don't know, but I think it might be. And I said, okay. And then, and then that, whatever. And that wasn't the person that he ended up spending 26 years with. But But that feels like a very, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how, how close you guys were before, but that feels just like a big moment for him to open up. But in a way that also is like kind of calm. Do you know what I mean? Like it was him kind of saying, he's like, I think so. I don't know. There's something about, like I think so when you're like I don't actually know. It's I'm very do. proud of him. I'm very proud of him and that legacy of not being able to allow yourself happiness and what I perceive as a lot of internalized homophobia also makes me sad, but I am very very proud of him nonetheless. I, I yeah. it's amazing. He I, he recently when he passed, <clears throat> he moved from the East Coast to Palm Springs cuz I just Ooh, thought okay. I tried to convince him. I was like there's a lot of people like you here. <laughs> like, he, the, he lived in Rehoboth Beach, which there's a lot of oh, gays okay, there. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Palm Springs, is a, there's a lot yeah. more people like you. <laughs> so uh, I'm happy for him, and he's having a good time. And he's, now that things are opening up, he can do all yeah. these art things and everything like that. So yeah, anyway, yeah, that was the that. thing. It's, it's, there's, my family is actually intriguing, because also my, my stepfather, who my, my mom's... Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. My mom had been mar- my mom had been married to a guy. Uh, she had an affair with him, and then that's why they got divorced. Not because my dad okay. was gay. My dad married again, a woman again yeah. after, and my dad got custody when my dad they divorced when I was in the first grade, and my dad got custody, which was a very big deal oh, for my, yeah, my my brother and I to be get my dad's custody. Yeah. Um, and uh, anyway, my mom married this guy, and he was great. He was my stepfather, and then he passed away, and my mom's current husband, which is my second stepfather. His ex-wife is lesbian and lives with her partner in the villages. The villages of Florida, you Florida, know that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They're part of the Biden-Harris golf cart yeah. fighters. Right, right. The lesbians were like, we're going to uh, fucking fight. So anyway, it's like, my family's kind of fascinating. They're fun. They sound real fun. I mean, if everyone likes each other. Do you know what I mean? Well, because you, you talked about like extended family too and like that whole dynamic. So it's very interesting because like, when you say I want to invite these people in to see our love, even though like you weren't the only queer person in your fa- in the family. No, the I'm definitely family. the most f- forward person. I sort of was the first, and the like. Okay. We're just gonna have to deal with this, and um, and yeah. So it's a little, it's 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 intriguing that way. And they all, my family really does. It's that classic thing where they love and they. I mean, the anti-Semitic jokes that came. At my, at my boyfriend and now husband, early on, they were the kind, it's basically, it's the scariest, it's the dumbest, it's the worst kind in a way, where it's not, it's not blatant, it's just like uh, an, an, an uncle who was like, I lived in Brooklyn once, yeah, I had a, oh, I had a horrible landlord, he was a real Jew, and I was like, uh-huh. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what, what? Right, and right. It was that kind of, you know, my family is beautiful and they, they really do love us. My mom, my mom and my, she has a set of twin aunt, uh, uh, sisters who are like, I'm so close to them, who are amazing. They all live in like Ithaca, New York, Rochester, New York. It's all upstate New York mm-hmm. um, and they're amazing. But it's, yeah. it's fascinating. Yeah. And his family, and his family's all in, uh, well, they're in New Jersey and also like my, um, like Lake Worth. Where, that's where his mom lives. He, his Lake Worth, where all where a lot of Jewish people go when they retire. Did you retire? <laughs> I never yeah. Heard of Lake Worth. It's or- basically like West Palm Beach and stuff. Oh, okay, over there, Florida life. Okay, I see, I see. 
Jane oh, was yes, yes. Jane had to lead the Hadassah organization chapter, even though she didn't want to. There's all sorts of he has his, he has his own. His family has their own hilarious things that we like to joke. Oh about. my god! Yeah, I just wanted to ask about that because I thought it was it, it's an interesting you know a dynamic you don't see a lot of times. You know, I know I should have written that movie before Beginners happened. If I had done that before, I do want to. I do have this thing that's happening that I've been working on because I've in the pandemic I've started writing and putting down some of these things because they. I don't know about you, but there's things that were so. Uh, say when you're in your 20s, you're like, I should. These are really fascinating right now, and now I'm getting further along, and my social editor sometimes wants to say they're not that fascinating, mm-hmm. or they've become more common as more families have been like, oh yeah, my dad's gay too, my mom's gay too, or whatever the the case may be, and. I do have some stuff. My dad's friends from college are all gay, and some of them married and had children, and that's fascinating to me. Yeah. And um, how they navigate their friendship, which is so beautiful and intriguing to me. And then also just some other um, things. We're very lucky. I, I did not, for all the challenges that I did have, we didn't have, I did not, I, my parents needed some adjustment, but I didn't have that, like, you know, you're kicked out kind of stuff that, a lot of other people yeah. have had. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like we know JBH in his heart. <laughs> and that's beautiful because, well, the reason why we always want to start with our asking because our thing is like, if you're going to give people advice, they have to know where you're coming from, right? right. When you give your two cents, which is why I, we always like are like, okay, what's your relationship history? You know, what do you kind of feel? Because it all impacts the kind of advice you give, you know? Mm. And so I think this first one mm. coming to us is anonymous, which I always love because sometimes it means it's juicy. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, to our Gmail account. Now, of course, you can always send them to Twitter or Instagram through DM Gmail. We love the voicemails, though. Voicemails are my favorite because I can hear two, your emotions. 323-524-7839. But this one. Gmail. Hello, Naomi and Andrew, and perhaps lovely guest. That's, That's you. you. That's you. First of all, thank you for the podcast. It's crazy how comforting the voices of people that you've never even met can be. You both make me feel less alone in this world, which is such a gift. I, I always it. keep in the, uh, Compl- the compliments. <laughs> I will try to be as concise as possible about a complicated situation that I would value your ad- take slash advice on this is a long email jbh mm-hmm. i'll try to be concise <laughs> Go ahead. i identify as a gay woman this is somewhat relevant question mark. <laughs> question mark and have recently encountered a difficult situation with my male friend also somewhat relevant question mark of about seven years so friends for about seven years mm-hmm. what you're saying. okay at the start of 2021 i moved out to salt lake city utah from st louis missouri I recently finished building out a sprinter van as my home on wheels and wanted to be closer to nature slash my friend above mentioned and friends I met through him over the years. When I first moved, I was staying with him while I finished building out my van. One morning, just as I woke up and came out of the guest room, he confronted me with a series of questions. Do you Uh hate me? Do you resent me? I was generally so so shocked by these questions and actually hurt that he thought of our friendship in this way. Of course, I said no and felt so confused about where this came from. I really put a lot of effort into being a good friend. For example, I recently rented out a movie theater to make his COVID birthday special, gifted him my old car. It was nothing fancy, but it gets the job done to help him out in a time of need, have made it a point to visit him a couple times a year, etc. After this incident... I felt pretty uncomfortable staying with him, so I stayed in my van sooner than planned. I worry a lot about my impact 
on others and felt like I was impacting him negatively, so therefore should remove myself from the situation. Mm. We have since tried talking it out, but both of us seem to have a difficult time understanding each other's point of view. Part of me has also always felt like he has romantic feelings for me. It's just not there for me for several reasons. <laughs> so I'm wondering if this is a play, if at this play. is at play uh -huh. in the situation. I am mm. just really having a hard time getting over his accusations. I'm mm. not sure how to move forward. And to make matters worth, worse, the friend group that I partly moved here to be part of now doesn't invite me to things. And oh. it's okay with him. Ugh. While I understand the logic, it still hurts to be left out, especially being so new to the city. Ultimately, I think my question is, do I keep trying to resolve this? At the moment, it's hard to imagine a future here where I feel okay with all of this, but I don't want to pack up and leave impulsively. I don't have any major ties yet, so it would be relatively easy, but I want to try and do the right slash healthy thing. Eventually, I would like to settle in California, not so interested in showbiz, in quotes, but Thank would God. like to experience living in L.A. Uh, I can answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> don't, 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 no. unless you need to be here. Um, I just anticipated being here for a few years beforehand. How do you deal with things turning out so drastically different than you expected. Thanks for reading. Appreciate you guys. Love okay. and honor. This is both long and also vague. And that's yes. the tricky part because we don't know. So he came at her one morning. Yes. Yes. Do you resent do you me? me? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you, you hate me? me? Do you hate do you me? Resent me. Resent. But What's we that? don't know. <laughs> but we don't know what he like what did he what did he explain his reasoning for like what did he he must have said why he was asking those questions because you guys have since talked about it and hashed it out unless it unless. was well two okay two things a when i first read this i i didn't read the whole thing because i also want to be surprised when we do mm. this. Yes, uh but it it felt uh slightly manic to me and i wonder if there was like oh uh, him yes him. there was a mental health issue or episode oh that maybe he was dealing with that's just a quite it could it could or could not be right but it just right. seems weird it seems weird to me for that the other thing that could be is also just like uh uh someone who's really repressed and like she mentioned said uh maybe he likes her yeah and doesn't know how to when you repress like that energy comes out in weird ways yeah and i wonder if he's repressing his feelings for her and then it just comes out in this kind of accusatory way that's a thought. It's so fun. I want to know. It's hard. The, I'm with you. Part of me felt like, did I fall asleep in the movie and miss <laughs> the thing? But because I want to know. Now I also want to know. I'm so curious about these things that like, how old are they? What's the where where they come from? Because I think the same thing. I think what? OK, so what happened? And right. also, how is it that she if she did ask him? Or, or did she not ask him? I don't beyond. I don't understand where is this coming yeah. from because that part seems a little curious to me. But if we go with what she said, because usually those intuitions are right that he may have feelings for her mm -hmm. and they can't talk about it. That is a whole complicated. Well, because that's very tricky. Because if you're saying you in part moved to be near him, yeah, and then he's got these romantic feelings that you are not interested in reciprocating. Like, right. you know what I mean? I'm just like, yeah, of course, you know, but, you know, that could have confused him. Like what you're saying, sort of like, if he was like, well, she's here now and she's staying with me, but, but it's not happening. It's not happening, whatever he wanted to happen mm -hmm. in the way like he thought it would. But 
the but it's but it's funny because there are two things like i would say because something i deal with i think about a lot like as adults Mm -hmm. how do you handle fighting with friends meaning when we were in middle school high school college you would have a whole talk it out and Mm -hmm. be like and like you know you might like you know ignore someone for a week or whatever but you know as you get older you're like i'm gonna talk about it but i feel like now i feel like if i have friends in my life or people who hurt me i just kind of let the relationship go yeah i mean i unless there's <laughs> like, some I, I feel that i feel that and also because we've hopefully we've learned a little bit as we got older because there were some friends especially in our field too there's always drama or there was always juice that you were mm-hmm. like we have to unpack this or the people who would over unpack and need to discuss everything yeah. but i'm with you where there's some people I was talking I was talking last night over dinner where we were saying the return from the pandemic is interesting because what we have learned this year is that there are certain relationships and energies and commitments that don't feed us and as we return to the pandemic or to life uh how do we take that forward with a boundary but not insult anybody but also yeah. basically like let those friendships go. Yeah, With, and yeah. there's some friends who can't take a clue if you don't return the email or you don't set a date or you keep saying, oh, I'm just not there yet. How, do you, how are you going to do it? So I feel like with, this, with our writer, I hope for her that she can figure out one way to ask him if she hasn't asked him just to say, I really don't understand. I'm trying to understand. And if that's going to go nowhere then you just always got to go not only away from the roughness, but towards the love somewhere else. I also just want to give a shout out. She fixed up her van. (laughs) She, let's talk about how she fixed up her van and maybe it's ready to go. I'm impressed with anybody that can can actually do that. But I'm also like, I'm like, you are literally someone who like made your van your home. Leave Utah. That's literally why you have your van as your home. You can do whatever you want. I get that this wasn't part of the schedule, Right. But like, you tried it. That's yeah. good that you did, right? Like you, you, you went out there. You got to know, especially because of this whole. He's not like he has to okay whether or not you hang out with the group. Is right. Like, that part a, I don't like at all. I don't like I don't it at all. Like Here's a question. I don't like it at all. Is this guy a Mormon or maybe a former Mormon? I wonder if this person is also like wrestling with their own. I mean, isn't Mormonism pretty homophobic? Yeah, although there's a lot that happens there. I also just love that you're like former former Mormon, former Mormon, <laughs> former Mormon. <laughs> former, um, but I wonder if he there's also like if he's like wrestling with that kind of stuff. Again, all this repress if he's been repressing things, I wonder mm-hmm. how much of that like comes out as weird behavior. Yes, exactly That's, as you said at the beginning, which is yeah. he doesn't know how to express it so it comes out in those yeah, blurry like, ways. Are you mad at me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? You're like, like I'm it drinking coffee. And he's like, Are you reset me? <laughs> he Google needs to, they need to have an app that just translates immediately. You know that, that Google translate or whatever? Yeah. It just for people who are uptight or shy, that just immediately translates. So are you mad at me? Do you want to make out with me? <laughs> <laughs> Will you kiss me? Yeah. Hold me. <laughs> hold me. Hold me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. So I, I mean, yeah. Get at, have a have if you haven't or don't want to, or, or if you haven't yet, ask the direct question. Do yeah. You, like, find out for sure if if this is where this is coming from and if you can repair the friendship, right? Yeah. 
or if you don't, but I was going to say like, or if you don't want to do that, just leave, go come. I mean, I don't know. LA, there's a lot of, I see a lot of, uh, walking around the uh, pandemic's been awful. There's a lot of, uh, for rent signs. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I had, I've always, I've had a lot of single friends and especially single female friends. And so, you know, talking about relationships and all that stuff is a big part of the thing. And I remember when we used to say one of the things when rejection is direction became the phrase mm. that was reiterated yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I remember the epiphany when rejection is direction, not only if, if the guy dumps, whatever, if yeah. the person rejecting you is direction, meaning okay, go away from that, go towards the thing that is more worthy of you. But it also works as, it works the other way too, which is you can be the person rejecting the situation and having your own direction if that isn't too complicated. It clarifies for you, right. Like in pushing that away, you kind of realize, oh, I want something different. Yeah, I mean, independent of obviously wanting to understand where that came from and what went down and... Being able to ha- make a decision for herself, whether there's a mental issue happening there, an emotional issue happening with them or whatever, or the person has feelings for her, things that she didn't know beyond wanting to understand that. It's also just mess. And I, apropos of the other thing that you said, I, as the older we get, I just am not interested in mess. I'll go through mess if mess has to happen because life right. is messy, but I don't want boring mess. I don't need, <laughs> I don't have time for messy mess people. Like I love messy you, mess. get it together, but I don't have time for that. But then I wonder is like, are we not, well, I don't know. I guess maybe it's just as older you get, the more kind of like direct you are with who you are, you then invite directness well, back. Well, can be. Can be. Well, cause I just, I'm thinking about, cause like, I feel like I did have dramatic relationships, like friendships when I was younger. And it was, you know, very much cause I'm such a sensitive person. So very much like you hurt my feelings. But I notice now I don't have that with people or like, I right. might feel it. Like I had a moment where I was like, oh, I think so-and-so is mad at me. But then I was like, well, if she is, I'll figure it out. And right. like, I did, didn't do anything with it, you know? Right. But I had that and I was like, oh, like, because normally I don't like it's just kind of like I don't know you grown I'm grown <laughs> yeah and if it's bad I had a thing recently when I went down you know listen I haven't listened to the malaise episode but I did listen to the <laughs> Shalita episode and so who's amazing by the way she I is know. I mean that's crazy but but I definitely have had moments in this year where mental cuckoo and also <laughs> where you're just like I haven't heard from them I wonder if something's going on or are they just in this? And I've also had people say like, hey, you sort of dropped off the place. And I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going my day to day. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's, not totally. this, that's not this situation. But I have definitely had a moment yeah. where I've like spun out in an uncharacteristic way for me. Yeah. Thinking yeah. like and – and it was with a very close friend where I thought, I know she's super busy because she's – working and that's so stressful and how can I reach out to her but then I had to go through a thing where I was like hey can we talk I just nothing dramatic I just want to check in with you and then I had to figure out a way to say I am not trying to add to your plate but are we cool what's going on I'm curious if something's going on because I'm just completely tripping out right now and I was so embarrassed to have to say that I know I know you're always like ugh I shouldn't yeah. have to say And she's this like, question. we are good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But Something. then you're good friends. You're good friends. Right. The, sorry, the people who really know you are like, it's good. Right. We, we are good. <laughs> yep. And done. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no. Something my therapist said to me on Monday. 
I was talking about how like there's this I have this different this thing from childhood where I my brain is like everyone even the people I don't like needs to love me right <laughs> I and she was saying what, like what do you do for a living <laughs> are you what do you <laughs> why did you want to be <laughs> okay <laughs> Uh, and she was, and she was, uh, like, obviously that's a, like, I reckon intellectually recognize that as an insane thing. Uh, but, uh, I was, I forget how we got on to like started there, but she was saying like, we rec- we like said, uh, obviously it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Obviously I, I don't really, like, I emotionally believe it. I don't intellectually believe it. Uh, but she said that like every she's like look oh it was something about how like like even if someone like, I walk past someone on the street and I smile at them and they don't smile at me and I'm just like why do they hate me what did they <laughs> what did I do no you no, piece of this shit. Is, you should this smile is, at me you should be so lucky yeah because that's because it was that neighbor and yeah. your mask and <laughs> yeah that, who's that old lady the Armenian Ar- oh yeah my great old granny, granny. And she, th- yeah. she thought you wanted to kill her <laughs> you should you should, but but it's that feeling of that and she's like and, and my therapist goes well, everyone has their own you have to remember this you have to tell yourself this until you internalize it everyone's got their own shit yeah everyone's do everyone's got their own shit and because they re- whatever they react to you yeah you have no control over that right and they're going through their own stuff and it probably 99% of the time has or more has nothing to do with you right yeah right right so i wonder if like this this uh the the Salt Lake City guy, if it's it could also be some other shit. Right, he's, that he's just knows. not, and it has nothing to do with you. It's his own shit that he can't figure out. Yeah, right. Yeah, and come else, to L.A. I guess. No, just leave. <laughs> you can just go anywhere. Like, cause it's so funny. Cause I really want like a tricked out camper van. They yes. look cool to me. Go to Seattle. Yeah, I'm like, just go any. I was like, go to a beach. You got this van. Live your best life. And like, maybe you see him again in a year. Oh my god, I don't have time. I don't have time for these crazies. It's, oh. it's frustrating because it's like, you know, you make a plan. But you also know how, like, you make a plan. And then when you actually get with a person, meaning you're really in their day-to-day, it's like, right. oh, this is yeah. the vibe. This yeah. The vibe. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you have good no. conversations. Like, good conversations or, like, we have funny messages or we whatever. But then now that I'm, like, living in your house with you. Yeah. Oh, you're not as, like, chill as you are in now that you're living in that house with <laughs> I mean that is I've come you know when we first moved here because we have a second bedroom and we would have friends come and it was great and our parents each Thanksgiving came it's why we were able to add a second bathroom because there's a pocket door to our bedroom and just you know hearing your parents diarrhea at 5am <laughs> is too much too much but you learn so much it's not only about traveling with people, but also living with people. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like my friends, I used to laugh at my friends who, or whoever said like house guests should be like, uh, you know, fish three days. Like don't fish go bad <laughs> in three days. Yep. And now we have some friends that were like, no, 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 no. Come week, whatever. But we're like, here's the keys. Do your thing. Yes. We're not entertaining yes. you. Yes. We can have dinner together anywhere, but like live your life, and yeah. <laughs> and then we have some friends that were like, oh, I think that expectation is going to be a lot more. So do we have it in us? Uh, we don't like having people. Like we don't do guests, and we <laughs> oh, just kind of stay know. over guests. Yeah, like we're you like to have like people over for a hang, you know, in the yes. fours. But I mean, right. like I remember when we got this place in that second bedroom, I was like, should we put a twin bed in here, Andy? And you were like, no, you don't want anyone <laughs> coming here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyone comes. They stay on the couch for a night at most. Right. 
or they get a or we're adults get a hotel room. Right. There's cheap hotels. There's cheap Airbnbs everywhere. Yeah. You don't. But I also remember coming to L.A. to stay with people where I didn't understand the boundary because also in New York City, you're like, nobody can stay with you because your apartment was too small or you right. had five million roommates or whatever the heck. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, do they really mean it? And yeah. also the whole thing, especially coming to LA when the, and not having money and trying to, I remember when I first came in, I rent, there was like a rent-a-wreck, you know, those cars that oh, it was a uh-huh, rent-a-wreck. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yes, I did that. Like literally the window didn't go up. Yeah. Literally, like I was like yabba dabba doing the feet of the car, you know, like, and I was like, I can only. Afford. But anyway, the learning curve was steep, and again, we're coming around to basically boundaries. How do you right. have a healthy boundary? I think oh to say God. like, hey, no. <laughs> hey, no. Do you have time for one more? Absolutely. All right. Okay. Uh, we got. But then we have. Voice. But then we have to talk about Mabel. Thank you for understanding. Yes, please. Okay. okay. <laughs> Okay. You've got a voicemail. I love a voicemail. Me too. <laughs> hey, y'all. I have a question about friendship and boundaries, maybe. Ooh. I have a friend. I have several best friends, but one of them has been in kind of a rough place for several years now, maybe three years. And at the beginning of those three years, I was potentially, definitely, also in crisis mode. And since then, I have made enormous progress in my mental health. And it feels like she and I have grown to be on different pages. And at the beginning of the pandemic last year, I kind of pulled away from some of my friends who maybe were seeking more from me emotionally than I was able to give. And then as I sort of moved forward on my journey, I was able to re-enter those relationships, so to speak. This particular friend, I had a conversation with her during the summer saying, you know, it just really feels like our relationship is a therapy session. Every time we hang out or talk, it's always about, um, you know, therapy topics, things that um, we're working through and, and so forth, as opposed to you know, talking about the things we're working on or whatever, besides, you know, anything else besides the conflict in our lives. And I said, you know, I don't want to stop being friends with you, but I, it feels like a chore every time you reach out to me because I know that it's going to be like this kind of heavy conversation. So in the moment she understood and we kind of moved on from that, and now it's circled back to the same thing, maybe six months later, and I find myself avoiding her I'm not so guilty about it if that makes sense and like I I'm a people pleaser like I'm a, a, a great combination of being like anxious avoidant but also people pleaser so I think I have some feelings around it but I just wonder if you have any advice about how I can reapproach this situation I know I can't help her move forward on her journey but I just don't know if our relationship can can keep going. Our lives are also very different. Um, you know, she has a child, and I'm a free will and artist. But anyway, love the show. Thank you. 
Okay. So first of all, she very much sounds to me like she is in recovery. And had a lot of recovery language. But then also, secondly, don't you love when people call you and already know the answer to their question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you already know. Get out of your own way. You, 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 I think you already know. Yeah. Right. It, it feels. Yeah. I think this is the thing. When we talk about like ending friendships on the show a lot, I, I always feel um, a lot of empathy towards the person who is being dropped as a friend for whatever mm -hmm. their reasons are because there is a sociopathic tendency at least in showbiz where it's like if you are not if your friend isn't positive forever you just ditch them right and if you're not right. winning it's if like you're I not can't have that negative energy in my life yeah right that, right sociopathy like i fight against it all the time and so if they're so like i really try to figure out whether is someone just being a bummer because they're going through a tough time? Mm -hmm. Or are you guys just not fr good friends anymore? Is it like, has, have you, has one of you changed so deeply that you're just no longer vibing on the same wavelength? Right? Yeah. Which is, what, what could happen? And also, have you grown, has one of you grown, and how much so that that sort of constant therapy session talk is just, it, it's it's not possible to have anymore, and so how can you move forward exactly. kindly? That's what Say, I. That's what it sounds like. It sounds like you know you meet somebody when y'all both going through it, and you do help each other, and you are the person you talk to about everything. But then if one of you stops being in that space, they don't want to come down to where you are. And I don't mean down like you're low level, but like you're in a dark place, and it's right. like they don't want to necessarily come join you in the dark place. And so that's what it sounds like, right? That she's like, I'm doing my work and I'm on my journey and I'm, you know, she's trying to like, she's, she's working on herself and she's having conversations with this person that are like, she's working the steps. The other person hasn't hit bottom yet. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Exactly. But she also said about herself that she um, is a people pleaser, which also, you know, obviously as Somebody who had, I've been a people pleaser in my life and it took me a while to realize that maybe <laughs> there was, I was not, I was putting a lot of energy on others and not on myself. Yeah. My, I, have, yeah. I have a really good friend who we have a joke about that book, Codependent No More. I don't mm -hmm. know if you know that book, yeah. where we would always say like, you know what, you should, <laughs> I read this book. It's called Codependent No More. You should get it. I'll get it for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, that's she told real. that story about herself. So I guess the question, though, is for growth, for her own growth yeah, on yeah, her yeah. journey, yeah. is how can she – she doesn't have to spell it all out in, in detail, but how can she be direct? How can she be direct? Well, it sounded say? like she was direct. Didn't she say at the beginning of the pandemic was like, hey, you know – it does make me feel like a little pressure and having to do this. And then it was okay. And then, you know, slip back into it. And like, I mean, honestly, honey, we're all a mess in the pandemic. So yeah, this know. whole year was a real mulligan. Right. <laughs> so I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> see what happens after you're both vaxxed and see if it, <laughs> and you can like be out in the world. And you can be in the world. Does the friendship. Cause I really feel like if like, if if uh, if this last year is an indicate if like you're using it as an indication of something, it's not fair in some way, because everyone 
was like we're all stuck it was all so fucked up and it really destroyed our brain like everyone's brains no matter what like if you were like severely quarantining like we were or not just like the idea of like oh uh if i walk into trader joe's i could fucking die is so like having that omnipresent death fear just like chomping into your brain like a Slice up, za. Okay. Yep. Wow. Okay. Landed. Okay. We we were like, is he gonna? And he <laughs> landed. He landed. He landed. You're always safe with pizza. <laughs> but but you know, it's been. I I don't know about you, but I I have friends. I have some friends who they got so productive Ugh. and focused yeah. that I am. I have to deal with my feelings where I feel embarrassed. Yeah. Because yeah. let me tell you. I have not, and I and I, even though I've done a number of things that I am proud of, including helping my stepfather through the end of his life and moving my dad out here, those are no small things. I haven't, I didn't get fit. I didn't, I, I didn't, you know, I didn't get that Billy Eichner fit where I just look at him on Instagram where I'm like, wow, he's doing it. How long is it going to take? I didn't. That, those things haven't happened, and I I find myself having to navigate. Um, my own fears sometimes when yeah. I talk to my friends who are really yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, busy. Yeah. But then, then you, you always discover they have their own shit going on too. Where they're, right, they're, right, right. They're running from yeah. something in a different way, right? <laughs> right like they right. run from it by working, which I kind of mm-hmm. wish. Like I wish I was one of those people where you're like, I was so upset I couldn't eat, you know? <laughs> or it's like I was just so stressed out I just had to type. No, no, no. Mine mm-hmm. all comes down to I made it pancakes with Nutella yesterday for lunch, Jason. Im- I mean, that is impressive. <laughs> that I want that pancake. It was too much. It was 2.30 p.m. I don't, you know, that's where I was at. It was Monday. <laughs> I thought it was too soon. It's too soon for that in the week. Where do you think – what – this? wait, what do you think is – sorry, this is a complete left field thing. Two questions. One, where would you like your first trip to be? Post quarantine, like what, international what like? or otherwise. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. there's a yeah. difference between what we would like and what we are planning. Okay. Oh, I think what we would like is like London or something like that, or New York. I guess to see our families, whatever. <laughs> just <laughs> nice. Just kidding. But like, um, uh, I think we're planning like Palm Springs or something. Yeah, like, like that. I want to meet up close. with your stepdad. I want to meet up with your dad and just like see what he's up to. We <laughs> can like go to a meal. something close <laughs> and fun that we can just get away to have you not left la at all no at all i mean the wow. first thing i'm doing so we're fully inoculated come friday oh. saturday morning hair appointment at 9 a.m baby i'm coming back i like <laughs> haven't done any of it and so that's literally i'm like can't yes. wait we are brood x is happening this year. We are Brood X. What's is that Brood not X? Brood X is the cicadas, the 17 oh. year cicadas emerging <laughs> wow. from Wow. I did not know slumber. that. I learned something. Right. Yeah. We are yeah. all Brood X now, <laughs> emerging from the 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 slumber, the underground of this last year. Yeah. You know, right. getting our hair done, <laughs> figuring out our travel plans. Do you have like do you have a travel plans? We do. Um, I I got I got my second vax on April first. No joke. Ooh. And uh, Mickey had volunteered in. I always mix it up. Linda Loma Loma Linda whatever. Loma Linda. Loma Linda. He, Loma he Linda. had volunteered Nixon's there, and, and so he got he had gotten vaxxed um, before that. But um, we were thinking. I was like, we, I was like, where do we want to go? And also, I'm starting to be conscious of 
life where I think, how many more international trips do I get? Yeah. And the ones that require physical movement, like, <laughs> do I really want to go to, I've never, I've been to a lot of places, but there's some biggies I've never been to, including Italy, Ireland, Greece, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so I was like, oh, where are we going to go? We, I think we are going to, I think we're going to go to Mexico by summer. I think we're, we're, I think we're going to, I think that's going to happen as part of a, and I feel like we do not deserve it. We haven't, you know, made any money, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But also we need to, we have some friends that were, there were six of us, some single, some not. They were like, what if we all went to this place and we were Mm, together? So that seems like, (laughs) yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, right. What what movie, what movie do you think would be the movie? (laughs) I mean, we're not, who knows? Someone's got to buy the arc light or the glow, the dome at least, but. So sad. But what movie do you think might be the movie that would... Have you started thinking that way yet about like what movie might be the movie that would... I got to see the Snyder Cut on the big (laughs) screen. I got to see the Snyder Cut. I have never... I haven't seen... Not one moment of one of his films. <laughs> I, I know it's so funny because I've been—I was looking, looking at that too because I was like, because I don't know if I'm even still. It's interesting. I miss stand up, but the idea of standing up in front of a room of people with their mouths agape and laughter terrifying to me. Wow. I don't know, like, like I think I'm doing a show at the end of May, like in real life, you know, out in the world, and it's outdoors, but like. Even that, it just feels like it's wrong to do. Or like the movie theater. Anything with a big group, I'm still like nervous about that. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to think about it. So far, there are no, no movies right now where I'm like, I got to go see it in the theater. But hopefully there'll be a real summer blockbuster that gets me, gets me right. back in the seats. In the heights? The, in I would the see heights. In the heights could be It, it could, could be, be my thing. One. I went to school with Lin-Manuel. He oh, is oh. lovely. Oh, yes. What about oh, uh, yes. Godzilla versus <laughs> Hamilton? Yes, Godzilla so versus part, Hamilton. Part kaiju, part <laughs> <laughs> part historical rap battle. That would be fun. That yeah. would be really fun. Um, so wait, how do you set? Let, let, let me just to back to setting boundaries. Yeah. Okay. So the, the caller tried setting the boundaries. It slipped back. I say, I say, give it a month or two out of quarantine to see if if you can set the boundary again. But how? What after that? What like just drop the per like stop answer? It, it feels like it's not like a relationship, uh, like a romantic relationship where you actually have to like say something, right? Uh, but you should, shouldn't you? I don't know. I know that's that's what I mean. Like that's the thing about friendships where it's like I don't know. It's like you forty, I'm forty five. I yeah, we're not having fun, are we? Like, what do you say <laughs> to somebody? Because especially because you know at the end how she kind of like threw in like, and we kind of have different lives. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, yes. you're not, inco- you're not yeah. vibing. You guys are, do not have whatever you had in common in common anymore. Right, and the scary part is I don't know if you all have, because um, she also threw this in at the end. The other scary part is how much when one of your friends has a child and you don't as much as you may love them or you may love leaving the house after you see them and being the auntie or the uncle. That is a big transition in and of itself where you're just like, okay. But um, yeah, I think you, I think she has to listen. The good news is 
that you get a chance. You, you can always, you have to trust that you're going to take care of yourself and you can survive whatever. And sometimes you can future trip that you're not going to be able to take care of yourself. And right. basically, she's going to be able to have the conversation to say, I think I that this is still not feeling good or are we this is I'm still feeling that this isn't great for me because she used as you said there's a lot of language in there about her journey her experience yeah. so she's attuning herself yeah. to the need for that yeah 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 maybe get a camper van and you know travel the nation I want those yes. two to meet up and like figure out boundaries together I want I want number two to reach out to the writer of one to be like this is how you set a boundary and let someone go. Yeah. And they could like help each other. A boundary support group. Y- you have both of the you have both their contact information. That's so true. You can, you can we just... should put people on emails. You <laughs> both contacted the podcast. And I really think you could learn a lot from each other. <laughs> Maybe we need to make an app that does that where we connect people. That's who... that would be fun. That's listen. I bump 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 delete shark tank. That's where you <laughs> you need to invent the app. Get it? <laughs> we watch a lot of Shark Tank oh, too, with a lot of commentary. Why are they? Last night we literally we we have a television in our bedroom. I know you're not supposed to have a television oh, in no, your bedroom. Oh no, we do. We do. Yeah, I mean, I know we're, yeah, they say it, they say it's bad. I don't mind. Whoever I mean, they but is. I really enjoy Fuck watching. Off. Yeah, I really enjoy watching stuff in bed together, and that includes Shark Tank and House Hunters and various things where I have laughed out loud at how harsh. We're critiquing and yes. jo- we're bonding. Yes. We bond together over being like, that is a horrible paint choice or whatever the yes. hell. Or like, why are they getting a deal? This week on Shark Tank, somebody got a deal where Mickey is still angry about it. <laughs> and he always pulls the phone out immediately to see when they get a deal, how it's doing. <laughs> we, we, we've bought the Bomba socks. We bought the things <laughs> on the spot. See, JVH, I knew, I knew we were going to, I knew it. I knew there was something more here. Yep. Shared hatred. I knew there was. Shared hatred is the the This makes me, in all honesty, it genuinely makes me so happy because you both are so funny, so smart, and all, the whole New York to LA thing (laughs) and everything. JVH, this was a wonderful time. This was a wonderful time. Thank you for joining us. And And we will see you next next time. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.